Welcome to episode 23 of the In Conversation podcast, where I chat to James Mulvaney. He's founded multiple companies and currently working on three ventures in the media and broadcasting space, Radio.co, Podcast.co, and Matchmaker FM, which he calls the Tinder for podcasters. It's fair to say James knows pretty much all there is to know about podcasting. So if you're looking to start your own podcast, be featured on other people's podcasts, or simply learn how to generate awareness for a startup, this episode is for you. Have a listen and let us know what you think. James, thank you very much for joining me on the In Conversation podcast. You're the founder of three medium broadcasting uh, startups, if you like. I guess yep. that's how you put them. Um, heavily involved in the in the podcasting and radio space, and clearly know a thing or two about startups. So. It's awesome to have you on, man. I'm sure you're going to offer a lot of value to, to the listeners. Hopefully. <laughs> so I normally start this by asking what people do typically day to day. Obviously, that's changed a lot now with um, the COVID situation. So I'm, I'm asking my guests what their 12-year-old self would be happy and sad about if they met you now. So for you, what would your 12-year-old self yeah. I, so, I mean, the way I got into this is originally I wanted to be a DJ. And I think even probably when I was like 12, 13, I used to do little DJ gigs and stuff here and there for friends and whatnot, and, you know, like discos. Uh, so probably the 12-year-old the, the self would be sad that I'm not actually doing that. Uh, but I, I've ended up going down the sort of tech route and, and forming tech businesses. The 12-year-old self would be very happy about the level of success I've achieved, though, I think. So uh, that, that's kind of my take on it. Yeah, Awesome. You've, you've obviously done a, a, quite a few tech businesses. Um, mm. You kind of settled into podcasting and, and broadcasting now. Yeah. Why podcasting, I guess, is the question. Yes, good question. So, like I say, I've always always had an interest in, in broadcasting. I've always loved, um, enjoyed sort of, you know, putting, putting a message out there. I've always loved music. And, you know, that's kind of initially how I, I got involved with the radio industry, just purely through kind of forming the kind of passion for, for music and DJing and stuff with something that I was also interested in, which was how to build websites. And I, you know, I was, when I was young, I was learning to code. Um, obviously I've sort of since moved on, I don't really consider myself te that technical now. Um, but you know, that kind of gave me the foundation. Um, so from that, you know, I've, I've built radio.co. We launched that five years ago. We've now got over 4,000 um, clients using the platform. So it's been very successful. Podcast.co, we launched a year ago. And I think podcasting as a medium has, has grown significantly over the last two, three years. So that's one of the reasons we wanted to go into the market. It's moving very quickly. There's a lot of opportunity there. Um, but also, it's just very fun. You know, there's lots of people doing very interesting things with the medium, uh, making big differences to people's lives. And also, um, you know, we're getting involved with some very interesting production projects as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's awesome, man. It's pretty impressive where you've taken those in quite a short amount of time. Yeah. What was it like sort of generating awareness, I guess, around them at the start? I think so with podcast.co, we spent a year before we actually launched any product, just focusing on growing the brand, growing the socials and, um, you know, really just gaining momentum and traction in the marketplace. Because I think sometimes, you know, because you've got the development team, obviously focusing on the actual product side of things. But obviously people can't use the product whilst it's in development. Well, you know, you've got the marketing side of things to, to start looking at. And one of the differences between the two companies 
when we launched radio.co we hadn't really done any marketing we just put kind of like a landing page up with just an opt-in form but of course then you're sort of starting at square one so yes you've got a product to sell but you've got to spend time creating content building up your social profiles and and getting followings and then obviously putting into place advertising that sort sort of stuff uh so with podcasts we were very keen to kind of grow the brand before launching the platform and i think we were pretty successful in doing that really um, we did that via a number of ways. Mainly, it was just content focused, but we also did things like running a competition, like a big giveaway of, of gear, which, which seemed to work. And again, helped us helped us with building up an email list of kind of relevant people. Yeah, it seems like you were very creative in that process. Then you didn't yeah. sort of stick to the traditional um, advice that seems to be flying around. Um, but actually, doing competitions and stuff is uh, yeah. a way to almost stand out and give back, if you like. You're not just well, the, the, thing, the way I sort of saw it, um, uh, we'd never done anything like that before. You know, obviously you have to buy the equipment. So we spent, I think about, I think it was like two or three grand on, on a sort of prize package. So we wanted to make it decent enough that we were going to get, you know, a good chunk of people saying, wow, this is, you know, for, for all I have to do is opt in um, and, and share it with then my followers. So that's kind of trying to create that kind of viral momentum. Um, it worked it didn't work as well as i maybe had hoped but it did work for sure and it was it was kind of an interesting thing and certainly if we'd have spent two thousand pounds on advertising i don't think we'd have built been able to build a list of that size um so it was kind of quite an effective marketing method yeah yeah awesome man i think there's probably quite a lot of listeners listening to this they might be coaches they might be early stage entrepreneurs that yeah they're listening to podcasts they know there's a lot of hype around podcasting and it's a great opportunity for people Mm. but maybe are a bit overwhelmed about starting their own podcasts they sort of they want to but they don't feel they can what kind of advice would you give to those sorts of people because i've personally i think it's a lot simpler than people make it out to be i agree It's, it's obviously slightly more difficult to do it well but you know yeah i think how out of interest how long have you been doing it then Sorry? How, how long have you been doing it for? Gosh, my first episode was, it was autumn time. It must have so, been October, November. So um, sort of eight months, something like that. Yeah, and I took a fairly long break as well. Yeah. But I've probably been doing it weekly since March. Right, cool. Uh, no, I mean, I'd say uh, one of the, and, and interesting, how long did you think about start, a bit starting one before you actually did? Mine wasn't actually too long i sort of flirted yeah. with the idea a bit yeah yeah um, probably flirted with the idea for six months or so but as soon as i was serious and had a concept that i wanted to share mm. that sort of made me take action and i i probably got going in less than a month yeah um, that's quite interesting because i think lots of people seem to from our perspective and what we've noticed people get really caught up in the you know trying to overthink everything so rather than just starting and actually just starting to begin to record content and and just trying to break it down into this simple thing they either just think about doing it for a long time i mean six months isn't a huge amount of time but you know sometimes people think about it and think about it and think about it but actually the first thing to do is just start you know if you take action and just begin recording content and see as see it as number one you've got to be in it for the long term because you can't just release two episodes and expect it to blow up overnight uh, unless you've got perhaps a very big pre-existing audience, in which case it might do. Um, and also you need to just be consistent with it. You know, there's no point in sort of doing one episode 
and then another one the following week and then giving it a break for two months and you've got to either commit to doing seasons so you're saying maybe like do eight episodes at a time have a little break then do another eight episodes a couple of months time which is what I do because I just haven't got the time to commit doing to recording them all year round there's nothing wrong with that you know just doing it in sections but make sure that each season you do is you know released according to a very consistent schedule um and, and and also just think about think about your audience this is the other thing um what you're trying to achieve ultimately the goal of a podcast is either to maybe educate inform um entertain or delight people you know uh, or a little combination of all of them ideally um but just think about what your audience actually want you know if you're running a business um there's generally sort of two trains of thought your podcast can either be uh, sort of educational or interview based so you're either kind of you know speaking from your own experience and trying to give people perhaps different uh, i don't know templates or strategies to follow or frameworks that they can implement when if they're kind of if it's learning based or you can draw on other people's expertise and just act as an interviewer and you know those are the kind of quickest routes to getting started i think yeah that's an interesting point for people just getting started would yeah. you recommend that they actually interview people or just share their own thoughts because for me, it was sort of a no-brainer going straight yeah. into interviewing people. I wanted to keep it conversational, but I hadn't actually thought of just doing it myself. Yeah, well, th- season one for my, season one of my podcast was just me just kind of giving little like tidbits of advice, and they were very short episodes. They were like five minutes long, and it was just like quick, actionable things and sort of ideas. Um, it really depends on the individual. Like, if you're kind of a confident speaker, if you've got lots of knowledge that you want to share there are lots of successful podcasts where it is just one person and it's just them, you know, either just perhaps, you know, again, try and keep it to a specific theme or a specific brand. If you're an expert in, you know, you're a coach in marketing, well, you could do a series where you, in each episode, you discuss a different marketing tactic that people can put into the business, maybe give some examples of clients you've worked with and how it's impacted their businesses uh, or, or just, you know, what you've been doing in your own efforts for your own marketing, for example. Um, you know, or you could, you could say, I'm going to find, you know, five different marketing experts, one who's, you know, maybe really hot on email, one who's really hot on building landing pages, one who's really hot on, I don't know, AdWords or something and, and interview them. It just really depends on the kind of experience you're trying to craft, but there's just different ways of doing it, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah. What was your, so when you started your podcast, yeah. what was your concept behind it? What did you want to provide for people? Well, initially it was, um, you know, I've been in business for probably 15 years now, uh, since I was kind of 16 years old. And I wanted to just sort of break down some kind of actionable to the point sort of things that I've learned along the way, really kind of like the principles I run my companies via. Mm. Uh, and then season two, we thought, well, let's, let's get some people in to interview. And it was very much, a lot of them were face-to-face interviews. So we actually had proper camera setups and everything. And we, we spent a bit more time producing the episodes, basically, sort of stepped up the, the quality a notch, if you like. Um, and, and the concept of season two was really people who were doing diff- things differently in their businesses. So like sort of taking the sort of actionable bits of advice that I put in place in season one and trying to f- see how people do things differently versus what I do. Um, and I think we'll probably continue that format. So season three, I'm going to just do me again, um, given the current circumstances, that will be quite easy to record. And again, I'll probably be doing that after this 30 and 30 thing, which I'm yeah. sure we'll get onto in a bit. But, um, 
and then season four, you know, hopefully maybe later in the year, we'll do a, a face-to-face interview series again, because I think you do gain something. It's nice talk, talking to people on Zoom like we're doing now, but it's just not quite the same as, uh, you know, when you're um, sat with someone and you can read their body language a bit more and everything. Yeah, completely agree. Mm. That's really interesting. It sounds like yours has come a lot from experience, which I think is probably the best way to do it. It's, mm. You can't really force anything. You just have to speak from mm. what you know. Um, well, and yeah. I mean, you don't, you could, you could always, as long as, you know, for example, if you're new to content marketing, if you, if you, if you're researching subjects and you're learning yourself, there's no harm in sort of taking ideas that other people have do it, that other people have written. Mm. Uh, you know, if you're looking for quick content, go and find blog posts that are really interesting to you and, and kind of turn them into a podcast. You know, that's kind of like a quick, simple way of getting content out the door, isn't it? Um, yeah. You know, you can, there's plenty of information out there on the internet about any sort of subject. So just think about it as, as another form of communication. Yeah, that's awesome, man. And yeah, you mentioned your, your 13 and 30 challenge for the yeah. listeners who don't know about that. James is sort of challenging himself to appear on 30 podcasts in 30 days um, or, or 13 working days, whatever it ends up being. Yeah. What advice would you give people that actually want to appear on other people's podcasts? Because that is a, a big thing at the moment in terms yeah. of building up a brand for yourself. Well, I think this kind of goes back to obviously what your area of expertise, like personal branding, which is uh, hugely important. I think now if you're running a business, interestingly with me, I always used to be very much like in the early days, I'd, I'd be quite happily be the face of the company. And then as we grew as a company and, and, you know, we had more members of the team, I sort of step, took a little bit of a step back. So I'd let the team really um, lead the content and, and uh, yeah, appear in the videos and that sort of thing. So now, aside from our sort of marketing strategies for radio.co, podcast.co, I've recently, really only at the start of this year, started focusing more on my personal brand. And um, I do think it adds another dimension to the businesses because you can use your own personal brand like a funnel to drive traffic to um, whatever company you want to. Uh, So I have content about podcasting, have content about radio, and then stuff which is a bit more widely about um, business. And one of the new platforms, uh, one of the new services we've just launched as part of podcast.co is a site called matchmaker.fm. And matchmaker.fm is really simple. It's meant to connect podcasters with guests. It's kind of almost like a social network type platform. Um, we've sort of been bill it as the Tinder for podcasters. And, you know, we started creating a little bit of content around matchmaker, you know, basic stuff like how to be a good guest or how to conduct good interviews um, but we thought, well, let's try and create something which is, you know, I want to be, it's proof in the pudding. So basically I'm, I'm using the platform to get booked onto 30 podcasts in 30 days and um, really sort of documenting my results, you know, creating a video behind the scenes look of how I've done that. And also, you know, how you can kind of implement that strategy, you know, in any area, really, obviously I'm using it as a way to, to sort of uh, cheerlead for the platform, if you like. Uh, but also you could use it for any kind of personal brand that you're trying to develop. It's just a good way of getting yourself in front of a lot of audiences who otherwise wouldn't be aware of you in kind of quite a short space of time. Yeah, definitely. I can vouch for the platform. I've (laughs) booked into podcast myself on it. So it really is, it's simple. And I recommend as a sort of first step, if Mm. you're completely new to guest appearing on, on podcasts is to check out, matchmaker because it's it's it makes everything simple it's super helpful so yeah, yeah a little bit of a plug there but i i really do recommend checking that out guys and also the other thing i would say as well is if you're thinking about starting a podcast 
um, but maybe you're not ready to take the plunge yet. Well, actually appearing on other podcasts is a kind of good way to sort of dip your toes in the water and see if it's for you. Like it gives you a bit of experience doing that kind of speaking to the microphone thing, because again, I think a lot of people get freaked out about that. They're like, you know, it's that age old thing or you record yourself and they play it back and you're like, do I really sound like that? <laughs> and it's like, yes, yeah, you actually, yeah, you do, you know, but um, I think uh, it's the more you do it, the more practice you have having these kind of conversations because it does feel a bit unnatural for a lot of people to begin with, uh, the better you become at it. It's just like anything. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Um, I've, I've found that myself even just doing my own podcast, that yes. the, the first couple, I was terrible. I was an awful interviewer. <laughs> Um, and probably a, a bit of a shame for the first couple of guests I had because they uh, yeah. had to sort of bear with it a little bit. So maybe it's worth getting them back on. But um, you do, you get a lot more comfortable when you settle into your style, I think. Which yeah, totally. Yeah. Makes it easier. And uh, I think actually being a guest as well is it's, um, I, I always find it really interesting experiencing different people's interview styles because it gives you ideas for then if you perhaps doing your own interviews and you think, oh, that's a really good question they asked me you know it, it can kind of really help you develop i think being a guest and, and and sort of your own interview technique as well yeah yeah absolutely and at the end of the day even if you you don't enjoy it you're still <laughs> you're still connecting someone and having a conversation you know if if you do it a couple of times and figure it's not for you you haven't really lost anything you've had no. Great but conversations then, with great people. So yeah, you know, I think I'm a big believer in sometimes you know push yourself outside your comfort zone. So even if you Absolutely. don't enjoy it for the first couple of times, once you've done it three, four, five times, you might start thinking, actually, yeah, this is all right. Yeah. You know, this is one of these things. Like, uh, I've always I've done podcast guest spots myself on and off over the last say three, four years, uh, but they've just been very sporadic. You know, um, and I remember like you know a few of them, especially in the I think the first one I did was like 2013 or 14. I remember being petrified as a guest. I was like, oh my goodness, this guy's going to ask me these questions. What happens if I start messing up and all this kind of thing? Uh, but, you know, I, I've settled into it now and, you know, actually learned to, to enjoy the process. But, you know, you just have to kind of throw yourself in the deep end and try and make the most out of every interview, I think. Yeah. Was there ever a stage where you thought, who would want to listen to me? Because maybe that's a, a limiting belief that a lot of yeah. people have out there is that they don't think they have anything valuable to share. So how would you get around that? Um, I think, you know, it's quite, sometimes it's quite daunting, isn't it? Because you don't want to, again, it's, it's a sort of very brave thing to put your foot, you know, just be like, oh, I'm amazing. I'm really good at what I do. You know, sometimes I think, especially here in England, we're not as, uh, we're not like the Americans in that respect. You know, we, we kind of sort of a bit more reserved about things. So I think the best thing to do is rather than thinking about that so much, is actually just start structuring ideas and thinking like, right, okay, what can I actually put, put forward to people here? What, because it's quite, again, I think it's difficult to analyze sometimes what you've learned or your actual areas of expertise. It's quite hard to sometimes convert that from what's going on in your head to sort of putting it down on paper and then potentially recording it as a video or recording it as a podcast. So, but that's kind of my process to these sorts of things is I normally will think about things try and get it down on, on paper or in a you know notepad or something on, on the computer um, and then refine the ideas and sort of start breaking it down into little bullet points. So if I'm going to record a, a bit of video content or if I'm going to record a podcast episode, I'll sort of start with a general topic of something I feel like, you know, I've, I've been through this a lot myself and then I'll say, right, okay, we've got that topic down. Now let's break it down into bullets. And that kind of therefore forms a very loose basis of, I don't generally script things word for word. 
Um, but I will kind of build a structure uh, if I'm sort of, and that goes for anything. Like if I'm writing a blog post, if I'm doing a piece of video content, if I'm writing any social media posts, et cetera, you know, I think it helps just kind of structuring things like that. Yeah, almost acts as a, as a guideline preventing you from getting lost, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. Well, James, it's been amazing chatting to you over the last 20 minutes or so. Some incredible tips there around around starting a podcast, which I think is really, really helpful and going to be super important going forward. Podcasting continues to grow. Yeah. Um, I do like to finish these episodes with a quick fire round, as I mentioned to you. Okay. If you're up for it, I'd love to put you under the heat. Oh, no, I'm, I'm terrible at these. I've done a few of these in the last few de- few days. And, uh, <laughs> I'm generally not that very good at them. But we'll this see. this will be all right. It's I like to use these to sort of get to know the guests a bit better as people. So it's hopefully the questions won't be too difficult. Um, okay. But let's give it a go. Uh, the first one I think is it's going to be a quite clear answer, but I'll ask it anyway. Books or podcasts? <laughs> uh podcasts yeah <laughs> i have to say that don't i your favorite podcast ever you see i don't have one favorite and this is one of these things that everyone keeps asking me you know what's your favorite podcast and the thing is because what i do i listen to so many each each day um i'm not a big i'm just i'm like this when i watch netflix i can't sort of i'm not one of these people who sit and watch 12 part netflix series i just don't, I haven't got the attention span so i just tend to dip in and out and i'll be looking through clients that have just signed up and i'll be listening to them and I'll just obviously be, you know, I've got a bunch of podcasts I'm subscribed to. But again, I don't really follow one where I listen to every single episode. So I find it very difficult to answer that question, to be honest. I'm the exact same. So, yeah, yeah. I, I hear you on that one. We'll just yeah. we'll say it in conversation. We'll just... <laughs> yeah, we'll say this one. <laughs> awesome. Early starts or late nights? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, early starts, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, dinner with a date or pint with the mates? <laughs> that's a good question uh i'm really torn there um <laughs> i think friends are always important to be honest i'm really missing my friends right now <laughs> and, uh, we fight with the mates yeah awesome your favorite pastime um that's a good question cooking probably i love cooking but nice, got really like big into cooking over the last couple of years so awesome tea or coffee coffee but Unexpected yeah I like, I like both yeah coffee i reckon yeah that's a tough one that yeah unexpected fact about yourself uh, sorry, say it again. An unexpected fact about yourself. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm struggling with that one. I'm not sure. Uh, don't know. Pass. He likes cooking. <laughs> yeah. And lastly, sum yourself up in three words. Uh, energetic, um, motivated and uh, fun. Awesome. James, love it. It's been awesome chatting to you. Where's the best place for people to check you out if they want to see more of your stuff and follow your podcasting? Yeah, so obviously check out podcast.co, matchmaker.fm and all of the links to my social profiles are on my personal site, which is jamesm.com slash connect. That's jamesmformike.com slash connect. Um, And yeah, all the social links are on there so you can go and check out some of the content I'm producing, lots of stuff about podcasting, radio, etc. Yeah, definitely recommend doing that, guys. I'll link those in the show notes. So make sure you do check James out. There's, there's loads of valuable stuff there. James, it's been a pleasure chatting. Thank you very much for your time. Appreciate you having me on. Thanks very much. Thanks. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of In Conversation. I hope you enjoyed it. 
If you did enjoy it, please feel free to leave a five-star rating on your podcast provider. And if you are looking to build your personal brand or simply want some more free content on personal branding, head over to thatpersonalbrandingguy.com. That's thatpersonalbrandingguy.com. There's loads of great content over there and some information on how I can help you.